You're tuned in to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. And hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another stellar edition of The Drive here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith punching the time clock on a Friday afternoon edition of the show. We are live today at National Rx in Farragut, getting ready for a big sports weekend here locally with both Tennessee basketball and baseball. In action, volunteer your action tomorrow night after Tennessee plays South Carolina at Thompson Bowling Assembly Center and Arena. We got the piping hot Jets pizza for you out here this afternoon, and we have much to discuss. And we're going to get right into it here, ladies and gentlemen, off the top as Trey Wallace of Outkick was added again earlier today. Some traking news, not good news for the Tennessee baseball program. Trey, joining on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Good afternoon. How are you, sir? Hey, boys. I'm good. Um, I don't know. It's been a busy, busy week. Uh, but other than that, I am, uh, I guess I'm, yeah, I'm good. Waiting to see if uh, Maui will be made eligible in the next hour and 30 minutes, uh, which is cutting it pretty close for the NCAA. Yeah, this is this has been an interesting situation, and I know you've been working on this story for uh, the better part of a week now. It was a week ago today that the Tennessee baseball team was out in Arizona getting set to open its season, and we learn about an hour or two before first pitch out there that Maui Ahuna was not eligible yet. That came as a big shock to all of us. His family, 27 people, had traveled from Hawaii to Arizona to see that game only to find out that their loved one wasn't going to be playing. I think that was terribly mishandled. And at that point, I think we knew there was some more to this story, Trey. And yeah. I know you've been working it for a while now. Um, but walk us through this for folks who've been at work or something don't know what we're talking about. You have the story at outkick.com today. Tennessee baseball, Tony Vitello under NCAA inquiry for alleged tampering in Maui Ahuna's transfer from Kansas to Tennessee? So, uh, according to multiple sources in, in college baseball and college athletics, um, Tony Vitello is, is, is dealing with an inquiry that involves the recruitment of Maui. And so, this dates back, it really dates back to when Maui committed to Tennessee, technically. Um, you look at all the circumstances surrounding what happened to Kansas. So Kansas, uh, their head baseball coach decided to retire, Rich Price. He decided to retire after the 2022 season. Uh, Maui informed the NCAA and Kansas that he was intending to enter the transfer portal. Now, you know, it takes a number of days for your name to actually pop up in the transfer portal and whatnot. So uh, there is, I'm reporting, that Tony Vitello, the Tennessee baseball staff, uh, there was tampering involved with the recruitment. Now, let me say this. Like, this isn't the 
biggest of deals in the world because it's hard to define what tampering is nowadays um, when it comes to the NCAA. But this involves Tony Vitello being involved in the recruitment of Maui while he was still in Lawrence. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's not a – it's not the best situation. If you're wondering why Maui has not been playing recently, here's your reason. Here's one of your reasons why Maui's not been playing is because the NCAA has been looking into Tony Vitello uh, in the baseball program for recruiting infractions and tampering. And, and this is kind of the main one. And, and I think that when we look at it overall, I think, you know, we're, we're, we're an hour and a half from first pitch uh, as Tennessee plays Dayton. And, again, the NCAA is studying it close. Now, this stretches back, you know, like I said earlier, a bit. It's just it didn't come up all of a sudden last Thursday, okay? They've been waiting for months and waiting for the NCAA to come to a resolution on this, Russ, because Tony Vitello has had multiple conversations with the NCAA during their inquiry, and that's how we got to this point right now where the NCAA – is all up in Tony's business, <laughs> and at the same time, they've got Maui out here. Who I, 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 the kids should be able to play baseball. I'm sorry. Um, suspend Tony Vitello if you want to. Let the kid play baseball. That's where we kind of sit at this moment. Is that it's unfortunate, but the NCAA is looking into to Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, and you said you know it's not a the the hugest deal. In the world, this is not uh, the NCAA coming to campus looking into Jeremy Pruitt's program, but I mean, you yeah. said Trey that uh, Tony has had to meet with the NCAA multiple times to discuss this matter. That's not good, either. In no. you know, sometimes when you meet with the NCAA for one thing, they can ask you just about anything, as as I understand it. And <laughs> I think there's a couple things here. Um, this is a, a tampering allegation, not necessarily nil and i know a lot of people were oh you know he had the uh, weigel's deal or whatever as as no I understand it has nothing it, that's to do not, with that yeah it, it has nothing to do with nil it, it, it like it, it, some of these figures that were thrown out there online when he signed with with tennessee or i mean i'm i'm sorry i'm just gonna call it like i see it they're stupid figures um he's not getting paid that much to come to Tennessee is what was being reported, um, you know, on Twitter by, you know, social media journalists, um, and nothing against that. But the problem now lies in the fact that even if, let's just say Maui is made eligible in the next hour and a half, and you know they're out there taking BP right now. Okay, let's just say that happens. It doesn't take away the fact that the NCAA is still looking into Tony Vitello for tampering and rules and fractions when it comes to the baseball program. So it's almost like like the Maui situation, yes, is tied into this part, but there's also the other side of this is that even though if Maui gets made eligible, this thing all of a sudden just doesn't magically disappear, you know, like a like a like a Michael Scott magic trick from the office. I mean, it, it's still it's still there. So that's why I kind of tried to preface everything by saying it has to do with his eligibility, but that you know the Tony Vitello stuff is 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 still ongoing, Russ.
Yeah, there's a lot of rumors out there about Tony being subject to some sort of disciplinary action, a, another suspension or something like that. Can do you know anything about that? Can you tell us anything about? I mean, is is Tony in any sort of jeopardy here? Um, it would not surprise me if Tony Vitello serves a suspension for this. Now, I, I'm not going to sit here and guesstimate how many games that's going to be because I don't know the NCAA. Um, they're they're you know they fly by the seat of their pants, as you can tell with this eligibility issue. But I do think at some point, and I even think, you know, I, I even think Tony Vitello is probably prepared uh, that, that he's going to get suspended potentially at some point revolving around this situation. Um, I don't think it's going to be like some season-long suspension or anything like that, but could it be a couple games? Could it be a series? Could it be two? Yeah, possibly. Um, it all depends on what the NCAA wants to do. So it's like, again, there's two factors here. The NCAA deciding on Maui's eligibility today or tomorrow or whatever, but still having to deal with the, the Tony Vitello stuff. And, and that's what makes it kind of interesting because we all, we, you know, and it, it, here's another thing too, and, and, and I kind of hinted at this, and if you hadn't figured it out by now, then you should probably you know, read the article a little bit more clear. Uh there was somebody at school that turned, or maybe multiple schools, that turned Tennessee in when it came to this tampering charge. They called the NCAA and said, hey, look, uh, something's going on with Tennessee and Maui. You need to look into it. Uh, let me lead you down the right path. That's what happened here. Um, and so Tennessee's paying for it. So it, it you know, it's it just a, it, it's a crappy situation all around just for college baseball, I think in general. And, and like I said, you know, in my piece, it's, uh, you better make sure that your house is clean before you go, you know, ratting out the, the, the neighbors that their house isn't clean. And, and yeah. that's kind of how well, I feel about what's going on with the NCAA yeah. right now. And I've said for years, Trey, I've always thought, you know, as, as cutthroat and, dirty and corrupt as college football recruiting is it has nothing on college basketball i'm beginning to think college baseball might have them both beat uh the more we start following yeah. this sport and getting to know the characters within it but uh go back to to what you just said there because i <laughs> yeah. you know there's so many different um misconceptions about what's what's happening with maui out there and it's you know people think okay well it's a tampering charge then kansas is upset and as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, Kansas isn't exactly falling all over itself to help Maui get eligible. But it wasn't just the Jayhawks that are um, that are bringing this to the NCAA's attention. We know Tony's enemy list is is growing by the season. It seems um, multiple coaches in this league seemingly have it out for our guy right now. Uh, I am comfortable telling you right now that Kansas has nothing. Kansas had nothing to do with this investigation into Tony That's so bizarre. Uh Kansas, and, and let me, and let me, and I'm gonna also just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go ahead and say this too. I know a lot of people had come to me in my DMs and asked me over the last number of days, "Is this the same situation as Brew McCoy, uh, where a school can sign a piece of paper?" And that kid can go play immediately. Well, 
technically, yes, Kansas could sign a piece of paper, okay? But in doing so, they would be lying. No participation form means that that school does not have room on their team, on their roster, does not want him at the school. He's done something to the school where he's not going to be eligible to play, but he'd probably be eligible to play somewhere else. So by signing that piece of paper, Kansas is lying, and they're admitting they're lying, and they're signing it just so it could go away. So Kansas was never going to sign the no-participation opportunity form because they didn't have to. They weren't connected to this. And, and seem- as, was pointed out to, as was pointed out to me by multiple people, Kansas got two former players that were on last year's roster that are currently playing in the SEC right now and starting. So they didn't have eligibility issues, but Maui did. And I think that, that point needs to just be made very clear that it's not, not like Kansas couldn't sign that piece of paper. They're not, they're not going to lie just to get a kid that left their school eligible at somewhere else. So just wanted to point that out. It would seem to me, I, I understand what you're saying. It's a little bit confusing. I, I understand it, though. It just seems to me, and maybe this is just the NCAA is uh, this screwy that they can't let common sense uh, help them figure these things out. But it would seem to me if if that's the nuanced position Kansas is taking, it's like, look, we we don't want to necessarily hold the kid hostage. We want him to be able to play, but we're not going to sign this document saying that we don't have room for him or don't want him because that's not true either. It, it right. just seems to me if that's the case, Trey, that they could get on the phone with the NCAA, with someone from Tennessee, and explain that to them so that they could rubber stamp Maui's approval and Kansas wouldn't have to admit to anything. I, I have trouble believing well, that that's you know, their, their sole position, that they're not a little bit chapped over this, as, as, as you would expect them to be. But, um, well, the coach left. The coach retired. So when the coach yeah. retired, who, who, by the way, Maui's family had a great relationship with the coach, Rich Price, that retired. So when he left, that was and, – and the players knew that he was leaving, by the way. Maui had informed the NCAA and Kansas that he intended to transfer and intended to enter the transfer portal. So now when you look at this situation, and by the way, it could be resolved from Maui's standpoint while we're conducting this interview. If yeah, Tennessee gets a phone I, I was call, just looking at it. I'm checking it out. I'll, I'll let you know if news breaks in. Right. So, what, so, so in, in, in the long run of things, Kansas is not the ones that are really – Kansas is not holding this up. It's not Kansas's fault, Okay. I want you, if, if people really want to dig into this, go look at the other schools that were competing for Maui and thought that they had a really good chance of getting Maui. Now, after you do that, go draw your own conclusions as to why the NCAA is looking into Tennessee for tampering. I think I spelled it out pretty well without having to go into detail yeah. Trey Wallace of Outkick with us this afternoon on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. And, uh, you know, Trey, uh, people just want a, a resolution. 
to this thing and right. you know maybe we'll get yep. something on on Maui maybe not but um you know the NCAA it's just <laughs> they, they come down and, and make a ruling on Miami's women's basketball team uh today the first uh, ruling the first ruling of the NIL era is on the Miami women's basketball team <laughs> yeah I, I yeah that that seems bizarre to me and and Meanwhile, this Maui kid is, is hanging in the breeze. They're going after uh, Tony V. His his rivals in this league have their their arrows out for him. Uh, what's what's next? Are we just waiting on Maui at that point, and then we continue to wait um, on what, what else are they looking at? Is it just Maui? Is when this thing closes, does it go away? Or are they looking at other recruitments, other things going on with the Tennessee program? Anything else there? Yes. Yes, it's not just Maui. Um, it was oh. put to me, and I, I don't, I don't have a problem saying this on the air. It was, it was put to me like this by somebody else who I'm close friends with. Uh, that this feels like the Al Capone case. When Al Capone, they couldn't get Al Capone on that other stuff, but they got Al Capone on tax evasion. That's what it feels like with Tony Vitello that the NCAA can't get him on some other harder stuff. So let's try to get him on some smaller things. And I feel like, uh, that's, that's some sort of Italian reference right there. Trey, what are you doing right now? I mean, maybe, but it, it, I don't can, know. Can we, can we not, can we, can we, can we put a cease and desist on the Tony Vitello mafia references here? I find that offensive personally. It wasn't a mafia reference. It was something that was referenced to me and how this thing needs to be played out. No, I, I know you're joking. I'm uh, just kidding. I, 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 I think that I, I, I think that this is not going to be over with, period. Um, when, whenever Maui gets made eligible, um, I think that Tony Vitello is going to speak tonight after the game, and I would not be surprised that be whatsoever. I would not be surprised whatsoever. If Tony Vitello <clears throat> maybe addresses this situation, but maybe adds a little bit more spice to the conversation as well. Mm. I'll leave it at uh, that. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate that he's having to, that, that the team is having to deal with this distraction right now. But yeah, he's going to be asked about it after the game. And I don't know if it's a distraction. See, I kind of disagree with you on that part, Russ, because. It's not like, you know, whatever. I, I've never not gotten full transparency with you guys. It's not like the University of Tennessee is sitting there, you know, when, when I'm trying to, you know, break a Jeremy Pruitt story and sitting there and asking me to wait until after the seniors take the field during senior day to break the story when I wasn't going to do it anyways until that Monday. Like, it's not like these players are sitting around on their phone right now and looking at it and saying, oh, goodness, Tony Vitello is a child. I, I don't think this, these players are like that. Like, yeah. like Tony's, not, Tony's not particularly worried about it from the folks that I've spoken with because I think that he understands. And, he, and by the way, folks, he's been dealing with this for six to seven months. It's not like it just popped up last week and it's been a hard week for him. It's been a long six months for him because he wants the kid eligible. He wants, yeah, he I, I would bet, I bet you a dollar right now, if the NCAA came to him and said, 
Hey, Tony, uh, you know what? For this kid to be eligible, uh, you're going to have to take a suspension right now, but we'll make him eligible. I promise you, Tony Vitello would take that deal before they hung up the phone. Mm. So that's the situation that we're in right now is that if they got him on tampering and if they can prove it, which I don't even know what the hell tampering is now. I mean, you got kids that are t- – there, there are multiple student-athletes across the country that are literally tampering right now at their school by probably calling friends and saying, hey, you should come to this school. That's tampering. So until the NCAA really defines what that rule is, you know, I have a hard time going at any coach for something like this. I, I just do because I, I find some of it just to be laughable. So – I. I don't know. You wanted the full answer, brother. I gave you the full answer. Well, all I know is it should be interesting next month when Vanderbilt rolls into town for three-game series over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Where does uh, where does Tennessee play Arkansas this year? <laughs> down there. Oh, really? Okay. That might be a fun I, game. I believe as well. so. Or do they come up here? Should we go down there? Hey, Trance Bear. Yeah, I think, hey, Bear. I, I think, I think Tennessee goes to I mean, uh, goes to Arkansas this year, which should be a very, very fun experience. By the way, do, uh, do we play it, Vanderbilt, I, 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 Nashville this year? Or are they here, or do we play? Oh, them they this come year? to Knoxville, I think. Pretty sure. You give them a warm welcome. Yeah, Tennessee plays at Arkansas April fourteenth through you, the sixteenth. You know, and if I could say something too. Um, like, we are in a day and age of college athletics where if you're not doing something wrong, uh, you're probably not going to succeed. And I mean that, you know, even in small manners, you know, it's not like every program out there is squeaky clean, okay? Um, you know, but I, I think that Tony Vitello, who is brash as he is, I think that, that he is he has his enemies around the conference and around the country. And I think that, in my own personal opinion, I think that any chance another school might get to put him in a bad situation, I think they, they put him up on that, they, they, they take him up on that opportunity. When usually, you know, and, and I said this to somebody yesterday, as I was, I was talking to folks about this, um, usually, you know, they would settle this down in the SEC office. You know, they they go have a conversation. Hey, you got a problem with me? You're bringing up stuff? All right, let's go to Birmingham. Let's talk about it in front of the commissioner. Let's settle this. Or we'll settle this when I come to your town. We'll talk about it. We'll do whatever. Blah, blah, blah. The same thing you saw with Dave Van Horn last year and Tony V getting into it. You know, following the – or maybe that was a year before. I don't know. I think my year's mixed up. But getting into it after the game. Dave Van Horn had a problem with how Tony Vitello was recruiting a player. Dave Van Horn decided to get in Tony Vitello's face. Well, Tony Vitello had a problem with how Dave Horn does stuff. So you saw them exchange words. You know, this, this whole, you know, and if it happened, let me just phrase it that way. If it happened, if another school called the NCAA to be in a tattletale and grow up, grow up, you failed to get the player so you want to call and rat out the school that got the player. Well, listen, I, I could understand 
Corbin, you know, Corbin's upset that he doesn't have the scholarship advantage anymore and Tennessee's passing his program by. Like, I get why he's mad and might want to uh, uh, snitch on Tennessee. But if, if Dave Van Horn and Arkansas is involved in this, that's where Tony came from, man. You don't think he knows where the bodies are buried for Dave Van Horn? I would keep my mouth shut if I were that guy. All I'm all I'm saying is, don't don't rat on your neighbors if your house is not clean as well. That's that's all I'll say. Trey, uh, appreciate you. Good work on the story today. Again, go read outkick.com. Trey Wallace, the story today. uh, Tennessee, Tony Vitello under NCAA inquiry in regards to the recruitment of Maui Ahuna. Still waiting if uh, Maui is going to be eligible. Trey, uh, have a great weekend. We'll be talking soon. Yeah, boys, I'm sure we'll be texting sometime over the next hour, so we'll see if uh, Maui is made eligible before uh, first yeah. pitch. And, uh, yeah. you know, if not, then they'll have it tomorrow. But I appreciate you guys having me, and uh, have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. That's Trey Wallace on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Check out Big Orange Phillies in halls this weekend if you're looking for a place to watch college basketball. 6625 Maynardville Pike in halls online at bigorangephillies.com. we got to take a quick timeout. Stay with us. We're live this afternoon from National Rx in Farragut. And the drive continues with more Fan Run Radio coming up. Fan Run Radio Drive continues live this afternoon at National Law Rex in Farragut. And, Bear, we just had our first uh, visitor come out and see us today. Who is it? Somebody we know well. That could be any brought number me, of people. Brought me uh, some cookies. Quentin. Quentin? Logan Quentin's out there? Oh, no, 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 oh. no. Oh. I was getting ready to get really angry at Logan. It's a voluntary reaction regular. Volunteer reaction regular. That's a lot of people, Russell. You haven't really <laughs> narrowed it down a whole lot. We've got a lot of friends, a lot of people come to see us. We've got a lot mm-hmm. of regulars on voluntary reaction. Okay. The cookies immediately okay. put me on to Logan Quentin. I'll uh, give you another another hint. Okay. Savannah, Tennessee's finest. Okay, that's narrowing it down some. Marcus, are, do you have a guess? Oh, of course I do. It's our... Uh... Our friend that we probably can't have live on air. Am I thinking correctly, Russell? Is it that you mouth right breathing right. Justin Hanna? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know why you have to uh, get personal. You're a little bit out of order. But, uh, yeah, Justin Hanna, first time I've ever met. How big a boy is he? Uh, big enough to take you, I believe. Pshaw. Wow. Tell him I said what's up. But he's and- left. He and uh, – his his girl Samantha were in here for a minute. They're gonna be hanging out, maybe going to uh, baseball and or basketball tomorrow night. Well, cool. So shout out to Justin Hanna for stopping by National RX this afternoon to see me. Did the did the face match the voice? Yeah. Like it was a shocker. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And he's a handsome fellow, I must say. Well, good deal. 
Uh, that is always weird when you when you talk to somebody as much as we talk to people. We get to know people, but we still haven't met them in person. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of. Have you ever noticed that? I've been surprised a couple of times when I finally met some callers. So just their the face it, I had pictured in my head wasn't the same. Yeah, it, it rarely matches up like that. <laughs> well, gentlemen, um, what do, what do we think about the the tray bomb today? Uh, I mean, right off the top, what became apparent to me on you know hindsight's always twenty twenty. I feel like, and I'm just as guilty as I think all of us have been focused on Ahuna's eligibility and didn't realize that there's two things going on here. First being uh, Maui Ahuna getting eligible and and finishing out his college career here. And that I don't think that everybody realized that there's also a situation with our head coach in the NCAA. Man. And I'll just go ahead and they really really want to do this, man. They really want to go there with us, with everything that's going on with the NCAA right now. Every time they see the inside of a courtroom, uh, they lose. I mean, I'm not a, I, I hate the our culture the way it's gotten with whataboutism, but I, I I can't not point out some of the bigger bigger things going on in college sports right now. Yeah, no doubt. And and listen, man, if 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 Tony was pushing a little too hard, if he's working in the gray area, then he's a big boy and, and he'll take his medicine. Like Trey said, I, I'm sure that if he felt that the NCAA would rule Maui eligible immediately in exchange for him being suspended for a couple of games. I'm sure he would take that deal immediately. Yeah. But it's, uh, it, it's, it's just people getting tired, tired of these guys when you've got, you know, just last week, the NCAA is in court, a couple former players suing them, um, claiming that, uh, they should be considered employees under, uh, the Fair Labor Relations Act. They should. And and that's basically what the judge told them. Uh, the last time they were in court is the Austin case and the United States Supreme Court, which those folks can't agree on anything. They had a unanimous unanimous 9 nothing decision that uh, the NCAA can't prevent these kids from cashing in on their name, image, and likeness. You had the uh, the FBI college basketball scandal, which began in 2017, which to my knowledge, I, I, I think there are still a, a few of those things that, that haven't even wrapped up. I mean, Will Wade Inclu- hasn't. Including Bruce Pearl. So, like, you know, all this, they've got all this stuff going on. They keep taking all these L's. And now you're going to come after a baseball coach? college baseball you can't run your money sports you can't you can't govern those properly and now you're gonna try your hand at at baseball why because tim corbin is jealous and upset that he doesn't get to have more players than than the other teams in this league anymore i mean it's it's absolutely absurd, and I hope that the I hope that Tennessee's administration 
Danny White. And, uh, you know, this goes all the way up to Plowman. I hope that they have the backbone to stand up and, and fight for this guy because – They damn well better because this fan base will. Yeah, and they'll lose a lot of ill will too if 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 anything should happen. And you know, I am worried because you know Tony's been in. This would be his third suspension. Man, he was suspended. What was his second year when he did the lemonade stand thing? Yeah, he was suspended last year for bumping into that little twerp Macius. Yeah, but I mean, this is kind of different. This is a situation where, as a fan, a supporter. Uh, of of Tennessee and, and Tennessee sports, um, my feeling it you know if 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 they decide he he's done something that he shouldn't have done, meet out you know if if it's a a short anything beyond ten games and I, I'm would be don't be silly, yeah like, like like don't don't be silly here, don't don't drop a hammer on him for a you know charge him. For a fifty, because to me it's 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 a fifty cent crime, and everybody's doing it. You think Tommy Tanks went to LSU for free? Well, here's the. But you heard Trey say, you know, once the NCAA starts talking to you, they can go under. They can go and talk to you about Maui, and then start asking you other things. And that's why I would like, talk. I don't, don't want to be too conspiracy th- uh, theorist here, but it is kind of a conspiracy if you've got multiple coaches in this league. It's not even Kansas talking about this situation and and snitching on Tony. Then what is that if not a if not a conspiracy? And if uh, if if that's if that's what's going on here, and it certainly sounds like it is, then uh, that that's that's problematic, man. It's it, it's not good for the sport and. Um, like I said earlier, man, these guys live in, in glass houses. You don't think where you don't think Vitello knows where some of the bodies are. I don't think he's in danger of quote unquote getting taken down, but I do worry that these 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 little controversies are starting to mount. They're starting to to pile up. And and here getting back to UT's administration here, I hope they have the backbone to stand up for this because I, I understand, you know, Trey reached out for a comment on the story that he put up on Outkick today. And evidently they declined, which you remember the last big news he broke was the Pruitt investigation. And UT gave a lengthy statement for that, as I recall. And like, I I get it. They don't want to be dealing with this because they're so close to the end of the football thing. And that's paramount to Plowman and, and Danny White, as it should be, as it should be. They need to get that put to bed behind them. And they don't want to talk about uh, they don't talk about any of this. By the way, uh, Tennessee baseball just releasing their starting lineup for today, and Jazz Love is again listed as the starter at shortstop, and Cal Stark is your your DH. So now no Maui Ahuna today. We'll see. the wor- The rumor I had heard was that it was going to be Saturday. What I was talking about when it hit me, I was like. It was this was after Trey's story dropped and and like I was texting back and forth some friends of mine. And they go, "Well, it's over and done." I was like, "No, no, it's not." Even if they came out today and Ahuna was in the lineup, that's not the end of this story. Well, I, I hope that 
you know, there, the, I don't believe this is what happened, but another conspiracy theory back from 2009 was that Tennessee sacrificed Bruce Pearl in order to keep the football program. I, I don't think those two cases were in any way linked, but if you want to think that, then there's probably not much I can do to convince you otherwise. But I, I could see, you know, these two cases are, are somewhat they're not linked, but they kind of are because you've got an administration that just doesn't want to have to deal with it. And I'm not, I'm not ripping our administration again. I hope they, I hope they go to war for Tony. You, y'all know, we're not even going to pretend to be objective here. You, you, you know whose side we're on in this thing. But I, I can see from their point of view, talking about Plowman's office and the lawyers involved in the football thing and everything. They're like, really, really, we do not want to have to be dealing with this baseball thing when we are so close to the end of the tunnel with this football thing and getting this thing put behind us and now we've got this on our plate too i can see why they didn't want to comment officially today yeah but they better get something figured out russ because i hope what they're also taking into account is that out of probably everybody over there the fans love this guy yeah, well, and it, it's not fair to Vitello for the university not to have his back full and complete just because of Pruitt's idiotic self. You know, they're still dealing with that. Mm -hmm. They ought to be able to separate that, and, and maybe I'm being naive here. Maybe, maybe they just can't, but uh, it's, it's, it's not fair to, to Tony V. And look, man. I would tell that Tony this if he was sitting here with us this afternoon, like he needs to be careful. He needs to be careful out there. And, you know, maybe maybe he had to push the envelope uh, envelope a little bit harder the first couple of years because they were so far behind the Vandys and Arkansas and LSUs of the world. But he's closed that gap now. He's been to Omaha. He's won the league. He does he shouldn't have to do that anymore. Right? If he was working in a gray area, it's kind of like Calipari, you know, like, and, and even Saban. Like, I, I don't think they have to do the things now that they might have had to do earlier in their careers because they're so established at this point. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like Vitello is is reaching that point. So I, I hope he's able to emerge from this unscathed or relatively unscathed because, I mean, he's created interest in a sport in an area where – there was no interest before. So, I mean, it's, I, I feel like it's a lot of pettiness, jealousy. Uh, I Somebody just tweeted it out, a, a reminder that uh, it was just kind of the – it's a screenshot of Kansas transfer shortstop Maui Ahuna, one of the top transfers in the portal, committed the Vols over LSU on Friday. He announced on social media coming off a visit to Knoxville late last week. Mm. We, we all know where some – you know, we can figure – we're not dumb. And I don't, I don't think it's Kansas so much as I, I think it's it's SEC. Well, it's uh, man, college baseball season's five games in, and and already controversy has erupted on Rocky Top. We got basketball tomorrow as well. We got to get into this. South Carolina is in town. Pretty much a uh, must-win game, and you got to win this thing, man. If you're Rick Barnes and the boys, got to get this thing back on track. Uh, Rick today says that uh, Triple J and Julian Phillips, he expects them to play.
tomorrow. We'll see if that comes to pass. A lot to get into. Let's open up the phone lines, 865-546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines, 546-8200. Live this afternoon, National RX and Farragut, where we broadcast from, and we're back with more right after this. Band Run Radio, the drive continues live this afternoon. National Rx in Farragut. Come check out their full line of men's health products, including the Sildenafil tablets. You hear us advertising for just 50 cents a tablet right here at National Law Rx. Also, the nitric oxide supplements, which are all the rage. An over-the-counter option, which is shown to improve uh, sexual performance in both men and women. You could come take the nitric oxide test here at National Rx for free. Find out your levels and get a sample pack and try it out if you need to. We're at 11134 Kingston Pike, right next to Wendy's in Farragut. I'll be out here till 6. They'll be open tomorrow as well if you want to stop by and say hello. Let's go to the phones for the first time this afternoon. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. We'll start with D.R. Vall. Good afternoon, D.R. Vall. You're on the drive. Uh, good afternoon, Russ. Kind of jealous of Justin being there. He sent me a picture that he was at National RX. I'm getting a little low on my CBD, which thankfully I'll be out there very soon to get some. Did he did he get some for himself? Uh, I, I believe HIPAA laws prevent me from discussing his uh, medical status, but I can confirm he was out there. I can't confirm we have the Nana Professional CBD products, best CBD in the known universe for sale here at National RX as well. The, the question is, DR, did he pick up the Drives Working Man special out there? What's that? The, the Jets Pizza? No, the Sidenafil, 50 cents tablet. You get ripped off <laughs> online. Uh, I'm telling you, we're, uh, we're a urologist, and uh, that, that's a heck of a deal. I mean, he does have his girlfriend with him. It's going to be a long weekend. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, come on. Keep it classy now, DR Vol. <laughs> uh, that, that's on bear. But, you know, Russ, I've said it, uh, and y'all have too, like, Tony reminds me so much of Bruce Pearl. Like, I'm a Tennessee basketball fan because of Bruce Pearl, and I'm a baseball fan because of Vitello. I couldn't tell you who the coach was before that. And it freaks me out this is going on, guys. Like, I just keep going back to Bruce Pearl barbecue. Yeah, I mean, the the similarities are, are striking for sure. And, I mean, we've made that comparison many times uh, pearl and vitello have a lot in common they win a lot they're brash fans love them they play an exciting style in their sport great recruiters and the other thing is they rub the rivals the wrong way people don't like them and uh people got their knives out so when you're when when you're like uh bruce and and tony you, you gotta you gotta be a little extra careful man because like people just coming for you these the, the good old boy establishment, the blue bloods in basketball is the worst, but there's blue bloods in baseball, too. We're learning that. And they don't like this young guy coming in and butting his way to the front of the line. Yeah, they're kind of like Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino, don't you think? A little bit. I don't, bit. I don't, I don't think they're even that tough. I mean, look, I mean, they're, it, to me, it, it, it really kind of, what really irks me is the coach over there, 200 miles to the west of us, has had a ridiculous 
and I mean ridiculous advantage over the other teams because they had fully funded scholarships. And now that the the playing field's been leveled with NIL and he's got, you know, arguably the hottest young coach in the country is now at Tennessee. It's just sour grapes. Just go away, old man. Retire. Do y'all think, uh, I'm going to hang up with this, but with this going on, and we're about to get the punishment, we think, for football, do y'all think that this affects what comes down from the NCAA on football? Like, do you think they'll look at it as a thing towards Danny White, like you're not controlling baseball or you won't control football? I mean, trying to predict what the NCAA thinks, let alone does, is can be a fool's errand. I mean, it, it, they shouldn't. It shouldn't. I mean, you know, what happened in football happened before Danny White got here. He had nothing to do with it. And, um, you know, Tony Botello was hired before Danny White got here. Now, um, Danny White is Tony's boss. And so uh, I, I suppose he, he's responsible on some level. But um, you, if, if you're talking to me about, like, making an example out of Tony Vitello and UT baseball because the university should have been extra careful as it goes through this football infractions case. That's ridiculous to me. I mean, you should be I careful agree. anyway. I get it. You're not supposed to break the rules, but you can't hold anything that happened under Jeremy Pruitt's watch against Tony Vitello. That's absurd to me. I agree, but like you said, I mean, trying to figure out what they're going to do, you might as well go bang your head against the concrete and just as much out of it. I don't know. It worries me, but I guess I'm just glad Brandon Miller gets to continue to play basketball. You know, have a good day, guys. Well, I mean, there, there's another one for you. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I was alluding to. You know. I, I don't I don't want to say what about them, but – what about this? <laughs> I mean, you've got you've got a coach and and, and who's I don't know whether he did or not. If he did, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I I really don't care. It's going on everywhere. If you don't think it is, including at the universities, whose coaches who I highly suspect are the ones that started this witch hunt, then you're you're either a fool or or you're lying. You know, the NCAA, you want to address address the fact that Alabama currently is playing two players, uh, one who definitely, it it sounds like, had some type of involvement in a situation where a a young girl got murdered, another player is in jail on capital murder charges, and then their other five-star freshman was at the scene. We don't know what his involvement was. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's a ridiculous, as one of our callers used to say back in the day. We got to take a quick time out, folks. Stay tuned. More fan run radio coming up. More of your phone calls coming up after the break. Marcus will have your top four at four. He'll hit the reset button on the Maui Ahuna situation. All the latest for those of you just tuning in. We got Tennessee basketball this weekend. We have a coaching change in SEC hoops today. A lot to get to. Stay with us. Hour number two of the drive coming up live from National Law Rex in Farragut right after this here on Fan Run Radio.